Good morning. So today's message is called Hang On. All right, we're almost there. Hopefully, uh, this pandemic's going to be over soon. So uh, my message today is just hang on a little bit more. Right. So uh, the, the vaccine's coming out uh, slowly. Dining out is opening up again. There's actually some schools have been uh, reopening, religious schools. So uh, today's message is just hang on, right? I, we're closing in on the one-year anniversary of the stay-at-home order, and I know a lot of people are getting tired of this. So my encouragement uh, for this sermon is hang on, all right? So uh, there's a story about this one uh, airline pilot. He was on a cargo flight from... Portland, Maine to Boston. This was in 1987. So cargo plane is just filled with like uh, cargo boxes. It's, it's not a plane with people in it. So the pilot heard an unusual noise at the back of the aircraft. So his name was Henry Dempsey. So Henry uh, turned the controls over to his co-pilot. He went to the back to check it out. He was at the back tail section. And then the, pal- the plane hit an air pocket. So there was turbulence. And Henry hit the back of back door of the plane, right? And then the back door hadn't been closed properly. The latch hadn't been closed properly. So the back door opened. And then Henry got sucked out of the plane, right? So uh, the co-pilot, he saw the, the warning light, back doors open. So he called uh, the nearest airport to get emergency landing. And then he reported Henry had fallen out of the plane. <clears throat> and he requ- requested uh, search and rescue, Right, so after the plane landed, uh, they found Henry holding on to the outdoor outdoor ladder of the aircraft. All right, so somehow he managed to hang on for uh, ten minutes as the plane flew 200 miles an hour at uh, 4,000 feet. And then what was even more amazing was when it when he was landing, Henry had to make sure his head didn't hit the runway, so he had to hold it like he had to hold himself up. Uh, off the floor so and when the rescue team got there uh, they said it took them like a few minutes to pry his fingers off the the ladder he was holding on so hard that yeah he couldn't let go so they had to pull each of his fingers off the ladder all right so Henry this is the picture of endurance right the ability to hang on when it would have been a lot easier to let go all right so I don't know how you feel about uh, uh, this past year 2020, 2021, uh, how, how it's going with your family or with your finances, your businesses, or spiritually. My encouragement to you is to hang on, right, like Henry. For me, when I think of Henry's story, I think of my waistline, all right? So for this, last year was bad. I gained a ton of weight, and these are like one of the last pants that fit, all right? So after, in the morning, you have to uh, push it together. It is bad. I did not do well at uh, staying in shape over the last year. So uh, uh, endurance, it's the power of going on in in spite of difficulty. So there's a lot of popular phrases today like keep on keeping on or hang in there or don't quit, the stick-to-itiveness. In the Bible, uh, the Bible uses phrases like to bide under, to bear courageously or to, uh, to wait patiently. Right, so in Romans 5, 3, 5, it says this, And not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And this hope does not disappoint 
because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. All right, so endurance in the Bible, Paul uh, talks about how it's an important part of our character, right? Learning how to endure. Right? Hebrews 10, 36 says, For you need endurance so that after you have done God's will, you may receive what was promised. All right, so uh, today's sermon is about how do I develop my endurance? Right? How do I develop that part of my character? Right, so the first step of developing endurance is accept things that you cannot change. Right, so there's this prayer called the serenity, serenity prayer. And I pray this prayer whenever I get into real tough times in life. Things aren't working out the way I thought. And the prayer goes like this. God, grant me the peace to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. All right, so I, I always pray this prayer where I'm going through tough times in life, and it calms me down a lot. It calms me down a lot. Uh, so William Barclay, he says, endurance is the courageous acceptance of everything life can do to us and the transmitting of even the worst event into another step on the upward way. All right, so 2020 uh, didn't work out the way I thought. I thought it was two weeks, stay at home, and that's it. But now it's almost a year, and uh, I remember I learned a lot in 2020. There were a lot of things I had to accept um, that, uh, yeah, I couldn't change. It was the mass thing. Eventually, I got used to the mass. I know some people uh, were affected by COVID really hard. Some people, not so much. I have a coworker. Uh, she, her two, she had two relatives die of COVID, so it, was, it really hit them hard. Some people, some families... Uh, because of the stay at home, they, they spent a lot of time together. And for some families, that was good. And some families, it wasn't good. All right? it, was, it, it was bad. Right? So some family relationships uh, got worse for some people. A lot of people uh, are struggling financially. So uh, what can we learn? We could learn endurance. Right? We could learn to not give up, to, to be resilient. I, rem I remember there's this one professor at APU, Azusa Pacific. I went there for a couple of years. This one professor's research and, uh, was on, she, she's a brain researcher. And then <clears throat> she was, her field of study was what I called was, she was looking for the X factor, all right? So she, she did this TED talk on, there's these two girls, uh, both from really abused, really tragic uh, upbringing, uh, horrible upbringing. And then uh, she was studying them, and one of them grew up and became a mom, had a career, was happy and healthy. And then one of them grew up, and it was just a real tragic path, right? Just drug abuse, abusive relationships, didn't, didn't work out well. And uh, she was trying to find out, okay, what's the difference? Right? How come two kids, both same backgrounds, one grows up fine, happy, the other one doesn't turn out well, right? And then she was looking into... Uh, her area of research was on resilience, right, resilience. And what she found was a lot of it was just mindset, right? What the, because those two girls grew up in the same background, a lot of it was the mindset of the girls, all right? So some people, uh, you can ask yourself, what kind of, what do I usually say to myself when suffering happens or tragedy happens, right? Some people say, I give up, or I'm a failure, I can't do this, right? But the resilient person, the resilient mindset says, hey, I'll just learn from this. I can try again, or this thing will make me better, All right? So one big lesson we can learn uh, from this pandemic era is 
that endurance thing, the resilience part, right? So to remember that God's in charge of our lives and his desire is for our character to be more like Jesus's, right? So whatever happens, the unfavorable circumstances, tragic events, irritating people, it's all to develop our character, right? So <clears throat> uh, I had this uh, one mentor pastor when I was a young youth pastor. He said this quote over and over, and it really stuck in my head. And he said, 80% of your problems go away by doing nothing, right? It was a really funny quote, right? 80%? It's like, what? But as a young youth pastor, I would have all these plans for like these events, I'd plan them all out, and none of them went <laughs> according to the plan, right? So I would freak out, like, oh no, why is this person late? Why is this not here, da 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 right? But then that quote really stuck in, like, hey, calm down, right? You don't need to overreact. It's not the end of the world, it's okay. It didn't go to your plan, just adjust it, it's okay. All right, so when I think of uh, accepting uh, the things you can't change, of learning endurance, I think of the story of the oyster and the pearl, right? So this uh, gives us a beautiful picture of a positive response to life's irritants, right? Because pearl is a product of pain, right? So there's an oyster, and usually what happens is like a little alien substance goes in the oyster, like a little grain of sand. And then as soon as that little grain of sand enters the oyster, right? The oyster sends all these uh, fluids to that area, right? And then eventually that little sand gets covered and these fluids keep going around the, the grain of sand, right? And the wound gets healed and it turns into a pearl, right? And no, there's no other gem like this in the world, right? So the pearl is the symbol of stress, right? That, but this precious pearl, it's born through irritation, it's born through this suffering, right? So without that wounding, without that irritation, there's no pearl, right? So J.B. Phillips, he says this. Uh, this is his translation of James chapter 1, verse 2. When all kinds of trials crowd into your lives, my brothers, don't resent them as intruders, but welcome them as friends. Realize that they have come to test your endurance, but let the process go on until the endurance is fully developed, and you will find you have become men and women of mature character, all right? So step one, how to build endurance Accept those things that you cannot change, all right? So 2020 happened, so we're going to accept it. We're going to move on. Then the second step, okay, how to develop endurance is adjust to the obstacles, all right? So uh, there's a story of a young Navy captain, right? He was put in command of his first battleship, and he was, you know, uh, it's a big, for Navy, in the Navy, it's a big deal when you become the captain of your own ship. So he's like a very, like, passionate guy. And then uh, as the battleship was going through the ocean, it was one night, it was dark, and it was foggy, and he spotted a light in the distance coming toward him, right? And then he radios the light, right? And he radios and says, alter your course 10 degrees. Right? And then the response came to him on the radio. And the response was, no, you alter your course 10 degrees, right? So this captain got pissed off, right? He's, he's young, he's passionate. And he sends a message back to them, all to your course, I'm a destroyer, right? He's saying, I'm a battleship, you move, all right? Then the reply came on the radio, alter your course, I'm a lighthouse, all right? So he was a lighthouse on the coast. He was heading toward the coast, right? And he didn't want to adjust. He's saying, you move, no, you move, all right? So 
sometimes we got to adjust uh, our way to fit life's reality. Solomon wrote, Proverbs 22, 3 says, A sensible person sees danger and takes cover, but the ex- inexperienced keep going and are, punishment, and are punished. All right, so... Uh, all right, so there's a second part to the quote that the mentor pastor gave me, the 80% quote. He said, 80% problems go away by doing nothing. And then there was a second part to that quote. And his second part to the quote was, but 20% of your problems, those are the critical problems, and you need to react immediately. All right, so he was mentoring like pastors. He's like, this is when you become a senior pastor, you need to know this. All right, so he said, 80%, don't worry about it. But those 20%, you got to react immediately, all right? So uh, for me, a big adjustment I had to make in 2020 was uh, learning patience, right? Learning to slow down because I had a lot of time right, on my hands. I couldn't go anywhere. So uh, one big adjustment I made was to slow down and then spend time uh, working on my relationships with my family, uh, realizing if we didn't we don't talk much after because we're always going. This is then I realized, hey, we should actually. I, I watched a lot of like uh, these counseling shows. On there's a bunch of Korean counseling shows, so I learned a lot about that. And also spent time uh, uh, doing a spiritual checkup. Right, that was another adjustment I made because uh, that excuse went out the window. Where I always go, I don't have time to read the Bible. I don't have time to pray. That excuse is gone because I had plenty of time. So now it was real time to do a spiritual checkup and go, okay, how am I doing? All right, so the big adjustment I made last year was learning patience. In the Greek language, the term for patience is translated long-suffering. All right, so uh, it's two-part word. First part means long or far off. Second part means uh, hot or angry or wrath. All right, so put together, it's long anger. All right, so in English, we have the term short temper. This, the Bible term for patience is like long temper, right? So patience is that ability to keep us from blowing up when events don't go our way or losing our cool when others upset us, right? So James wrote in James 5, 7, Therefore, brothers, be patient until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth and is patient with it until it receives the early and the late rains. You also must be patient. Strengthen your hearts because the Lord is coming near. All right. So, um, yeah. So I had a, last year. I learned how to make a lot of adjustments. Uh, spent a lot more time uh, talking to my family members. Spent a lot more time actually spiritually uh, checking myself. So that's the second step of learning endurance. Okay. Adjust to those obstacles. And then the third step, how to develop endurance, it's do what you can where you're at, right? So Isaiah 40, 28 says this, do you, do you not know, have you not heard? Yahweh is the everlasting God, the creator of the whole earth. He never grows faint or weary. There's no limit to his understanding. He gives strength to the weary and strengthens the powerless. Youths may faint and grow weary and young men stumble and fall. But those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not grow faint. Right? So there's this quote, there's this youth pastor guy. He's a, like a youth pastor, professional guy, whatever. His name's Doug Fields. He has this quote that I really love that it stuck with me. He said, you do the possible, God does the impossible. Right? You just do the possible. 
right? God will take care of the impossible, right? So you don't have to save the world. Just do what you can where you're at. I remember when last year there was a lot of protests and uh, uh, incidents going on. It's a different youth group kids asked me, how do you end racism? And I was like, what? Because <laughs> they want to, because, you know, they're young, they're passionate, they want to end, they want to end racism. So I was like, and I was like, Doug Fields, okay. Do what you can where you're at. Love the people around you where you're at, all right? Ending racism, U.S., that's not your responsibility, all right? Don't, don't worry about trying to fix the whole thing. Just do what you can. Love the people around you right where you're at, all right? So uh, I love this verse of God lifting you up. So I, my encouragement to you, if you feel like you're hanging on and you're like, man, I don't know if I have any more endurance yet, do, do the possible. Let God take care of the impossible, all right? So there's this uh, famous concert pianist. He's from Poland. His name's Ignacz Paderewski. And then he was giving a concert once. And this mother uh, brought her son to the concert because her son was learning piano. And he, she wanted to encourage him to learn. So they go to the concert. And then they found their seats. And there's this beautiful Steinway piano on the, on the, in the stage. Right? And then the mother spotted her friend. So she went to talk to her. But when she came back, the son wasn't there anymore. Right? He, had, he had left. Right, and then uh, curtains opened for the show, and then the son was sitting on the piano, right? And she's like, whoa. Right, and the son, she, he, didn't, he didn't know better, but the son started playing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, right? Because that was the only song he knew. So the mother's like, doesn't know she she should go up and grab him or what. But as he's playing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, the grandmaster comes out. So he, the Paderewski, the, the master pianist, comes out, and then he goes up right behind the boy. And with his left hand, he starts playing the bass part. The right hand, he starts playing the high part. And they make this beautiful song, right? And as he, he was playing, the grandmaster says to the little boy, don't quit, keep playing. Right? He keeps whispering to the kid, don't quit, keep playing. Right? So uh, when I think of this story, I think of it's just me and God. Right? I don't know if I can do much. Maybe I could just play this little twinkle, twinkle, little star. You know, I don't think I have that much ability to do much. But then God comes and he whispers in my ear and he says, don't quit. Keep playing. Right? And he'll take care of the rest. And then he turns it into this uh, beautiful song. Right? So my encouragement to all of you in 2021, uh, who knows what's going to happen? Hopefully this pandemic's uh, winding down. It's, we're going to go back to, uh, yeah, just, just to kind of regular life. But my encouragement to you, for those of you who are hanging on, if it might be your family, it might be with uh, financial issues, it might be even spiritually, you like, feel like you're barely hanging on, my message to you is don't quit, all right? Keep playing, all right? Let's pray. Dear God, I just pray for anyone who feels like that pilot Henry who's barely hanging on and he's got like little energy left right it might be uh, with issues we might currently be having with our family might be issues with our finances uh, issues with our relation our spiritually that we're barely hanging on I just pray Lord that we would all hear your word today don't quit keep playing Lord we just uh, confess there's not much we can do but we can do the possible 
and you can do the impossible. So I just pray, Lord, that we would put our faith in you, we put our trust in you, and we just hang on to you uh, for whatever the rest of the, however, how long this pandemic goes, Lord. Pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.